Welcome to The Alamon Show. Here, we'll discover the success stories of local business trailblazers, where we discuss topics from marketing strategies to community engagement. You'll gain practical insights for your own venture. Join us weekly to celebrate and learn from our local entrepreneurial heroes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and become a part of our growing community of business enthusiasts and entrepreneurs. Now, let's get started. So what's been your experience with video stuff so far? Um, Love it, hate it. Oh, no, I love it. It's great. Like, it's really good to get out in front of people because people get to know who you are um, as a person. They can hear your name. They can hear what other people say about you. But until they see your face and see you're talking, um, and then it also gives them a chance, in a way, I think, to interact with you. Yeah, for sure. Do you like it more than networking or saying? Oh, yes. Hands down. Oh, me too. Down. I am. <laughs> my husband is great at networking. He walks yeah. into the room. He knows how to work it. I'm probably a little more introverted that way. Like it's, it's really. I have to really say, okay, I'm going to go do this. Yeah, you got to hype uh, yourself up. Huh? Yes, yes, yes. Like, all right, do the little pep talk. You yeah. know, <laughs> got this. Uh, what's been like the hardest thing that you've done, uh, like within your business? Like, what's something that, like a big struggle that you've recently went through? Hmm, it's a good question. Um, well, the market obviously is shifting. Real estate is shifting. So what do you do really quickly? Well, oh, sorry. Yes. Yes. No, that's a good question. And so I'm a real estate attorney. So I sit at the table with you when you either buy or sell, um, explain all the paperwork, all the numbers, walk you through the process, sign the documents, things like that. So whatever it takes to sell the house or buy the house, that's what I do. And so now that the market is shifting. Right. So it's learning new ways to get the message out to consumers that, hey, it's still a good time to buy. Um, you know, don't be alarmed by what you see in the news. There's lots of great opportunities out there. Um, and then looking for those opportunities. So you look for them, but I think you also have to go out and be there because then when they come up, then you're in the position to say, okay, let's take this and run with it. Do you guys market, like, when you're doing content, are you talking mostly to real estate agents, or do you talk to the consumers, the... So I do a little, I do both, actually. Okay. Um, I do both to... I want to put the information out there so that the consumer can understand it, because a lot of times I have to remind myself, hey, they don't buy or sell every day. They're not in this every day. So I have to take that step back and go, okay... You know, how can I help them get to where they need to be? Um, And then obviously realtors, too. It's a great way to educate realtors. Hey, this is what we're seeing. Um, These are issues that we see that we overcome. You know, here's how you can overcome and provide these tools for your clients. Yeah. How are you liking it so far? You say you oh, like, love it. You love yeah. it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. There's so many people that you get to meet mm-hmm. that you wouldn't normally meet. And that's... exactly. But that's what I love about the job. You know, I meet everybody. Why did you become an attorney? Uh, it was like 20 questions. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Oddly enough, it was when I was in college, uh, one of my professors, because I have a Bachelor of Music, so my goal was to be in music performance, right? So somehow in the music industry, there was something that I wanted to do. I didn't know, but I knew that's where I wanted to go. And one of my professors told me, she said, Karen, I think you should consider law school because there's more opportunity for you as a lawyer. And I had never even considered that or even thought that I could be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, So I said, all right, well, 
I'll give it a year after I graduate, and then if nothing comes up, I'll go to law school. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. That's awesome. Yeah. And then how'd you fall into real estate? Because law school, you could have got, you could have went in lots of different areas. For sure. So when I went to law school, I was again going to be in the music industry. So intellectual property was my focus, and a lot of the elective classes that I took dealt with intellectual property. Of course, you had to take your basic core classes, you know, criminal law, constitutional law, property. Um, and actually, property is the one that I've stuck with. Um, then when I graduated from law school, it was 2002. So that was when WorldCom and Enron had their big, you know, they just went belly up. Yeah. So we had a slight, there was a slight recession at that time, finding a job pretty hard. Yeah. Um, and so the first job that came along was insurance defense. So I did that for about maybe six or seven years um, and then started looking for other opportunities, um, got with a headhunter and then got connected to a law firm that did, oddly enough, foreclosure law. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was right about the time that the Great Recession hit. And that's how I got into real estate and then just sort of meandered now where I'm doing settlements. I'm on the other side, yeah. helping people buy houses. Versus getting them taken yes. away. Yes, yes. That was not fun. <laughs> not fun at all. If you weren't a lawyer, what would you be? So I probably, because again, music, like I grew up and, and I know music. I love music. It's great. I would probably be involved in probably concert production and promotion because it's just such an awesome thrilling experience to be out there putting a show together, you know, and then seeing people and just seeing them see the show through their eyes is, is amazing. Dive into that. What do you mean? So I did an internship at Wolf Trap after, I think it was after I graduated. It was either right after I graduated from JMU or before my senior year. So I did a summer internship. Um, Wolf Trap is an amazing place. Um, we all know that. Um, it was great. But one of the shows that um, came was Riverdance. And I think it was when they were first starting to become very popular. And I'll never forget, um, I worked the concession stand, I think like a couple nights. Um, and so the first night I saw it, I was like, wow, this is you know incredible. And then the second night, or having already seen it, mm -hmm. I could then step back and watch the audience. And then just you feel the excitement that the audience has, how they react to the show. And so since that, you know, I've worked a couple other concerts and it's been the same feeling. Just stepping back and experiencing it with the audience is incredible. That's awesome. You like to feel like... Yes. It's this <laughs> rush. I mean, I, some people may not. I don't know. But when someone is up there and they're performing and it's... I mean, I know how hard it is to get up and perform. It's it's hard. And, you know, some people do it really well. Some people have to hype themselves up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's okay. You can do it. You can do this. You can do this, right? Because um, you're getting out there on stage and, you you know, in a way it's, it's a vulnerable position, right? Because your music, you expose, you don't realize how much you reveal through music. And it's also just the common language that you can join everybody together. Um, and so, you know, I really feel that and I really appreciate when a good artist is up there and they're just really, 
they're doing a great job and the audience is is loving it. I mean, it's just, it's a great experience. It creates like a symbiotic energy or something. It is. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, they feed off each other. And even, um, even like say if I'm in class and I'm teaching a class, you know, as sometimes as thrilling as that may sound, <laughs> right? Um, you still feel the energy yes. from the people who are taking the class and then you feed off of that. And that's, you know, it makes it just a great experience for everyone. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so much fun. It is. Um, in terms of like balance, because you're a mom. Yep. You've got some... Got two boys. Handsome, <laughs> athletic, yes. smart boys. Yes. Um, but then also having your business, like mm-hmm. what's the... What's the, uh, what's that look like for you? So I try intentionally to carve out time for myself. Um, and typically it tends to be early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I get up early. So I try to, how early? I mean, six o'clock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that. But when my husband is traveling and then, you know, my oldest son says, Hey mom, I gotta be at school at 645. Well, might be up around 530, yeah. you know, but, um, so I try to do that because I find that that really helps me to center, yeah. you know, um, I try to have some meditation time where I can just, um, be quiet and have some reflection. Um, and then, I find that if I do that, it's easy to easier to go throughout my day and handle whatever gets thrown at me. Um, I really worked hard recently to try to say when an email comes through, because I do see my emails on the weekend, <laughs> um, and I look at it and I go, okay, is this something that I need to answer right now or can it wait till Monday? So I'm trying to be better about that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm not, but it's really something I'm working hard on. So that way I can then focus on spending time with my boys who right now like to watch Stranger Things. So <laughs> you sit down and watch with them. Yep, sit down and watch. Because they, they want me they want me to be present. And kids can tell when you're not present, yeah. you know. And then when they talk to you about things is to put the phone down and listen to what they're saying. Yeah. You know, my son can even my eight year old son, right. can even even if I don't have my phone out, mm-hmm. if he sees me kind of doing this, like I'm thinking about something and he's uh-huh. telling me something, uh-huh. he'll just stop talking. And I'll be like, oh, finish your story. He's like, why? You aren't listening. Yeah. I'm like, you're right. I wasn't. Let's start over. I'm so sorry. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> they pick up on that. Right. So I have to you just have to tell yourself, OK, stop and focus, even if it's right before bed. And you're like. Uh, you need to get in bed because yeah. school's coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both yes. need our sleep. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But I'm like, I need to hear it. So I'll say, okay, let's wrap it up quickly. I want to hear what you're saying. Yeah. Then we got to get to bed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. So just, I don't really even like to word, use the word balance because right. it's such a it's so subjective word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, how do you, how do you do it? So that's right. How do you navigate? And some some weeks are better than others. Even some days are better than others. Yeah. You know, so it's just sometimes I just say, OK, try to give myself some grace. Yeah. You know, um, Do the my best mom, you can. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom helps me. And sometimes as I go through a scenario, I think, oh, my gosh, my mom went through this and mm-hmm. she had five kids. I've got two. And just the respect that I have for her. Yeah just grows because I realize if it's hard for me with two kids, it must have been so much harder for her with five kids. Yeah. Did your mom work? Did she stay at home? She was. She stayed at home 
Um, my dad worked and he traveled. Um, so oftentimes it was just her and, and us. Um, and I think it was just incredible how she managed to keep the house running, make sure we got our homework done, got to school, you know, things like that. And it's hard when you're, I think when you're the only parent, because you have to play both roles, Yeah, you know, you have to be the dad and then the mom. Yeah. You know, so nurturing and yes. like you've got stern. Ten seconds. Yes. <laughs> Your teacher sent me this email. Well, yes. they sent it to I don't care that they sent it to everybody, yeah. you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. It's yeah. a fun struggle. Um in terms of your business. Mm-hmm. Can you dive into like what does that look like? Like what's your day to day? What are you spending your time doing? Um, so again, it'll depend on the market. Um, it'll depend on the spring market. It can look a lot different from the fall and even the winter market. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we are being sensitive to right now is um, there's just been a lot of fraud happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been seeing contracts come through where a seller's identity has been stolen. So we're learning how to become the Sherlock Holmes of real estate oh, wow. um, to investigate and go, okay, is this person really who they say they are? Mm-hmm. Um, and learning how to spot those red flags that pop up because, you know, it's some pretty serious stuff that could happen where money can be sent to a criminal mm-hmm. for land. I mean, we all saw the story, I think, about the property. I think it was in Connecticut mm-hmm. um, where the land, the identity was stolen and the property got sold twice. And then the owner didn't find out about it until a house was almost finished being built, you know? That's property. Yes. <laughs> I mean, funny though? <laughs> what? In a way, you kind of laugh, but then on the other hand, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. that's just, that's crazy. Real estate, I think, it, it's so unique, and that's what it really drives home, right? Real estate is unique. You'll see when you read court cases, they'll say, you know, it's unique. It's not anything that can be replicated. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's valuable. And so that's why as a title company, um, you have to say, all right, this is not a commodity, right? So we have to use our brains. <laughs> we have to be, um, we have to question and we have to pay attention to the details because that could make or break, you know, a title company. If you send money to the wrong person, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we're not talking small amounts of money here either. You know, that money doesn't belong to the title company. Um, and so if, if the wrong person gets that, and that could have been prevented and that comes out. I mean, you know, that that could be really serious for a title company. Yeah, it's scary. It is scary. <laughs> it is. And it's just, it really drives that yeah. point home when you, again, you're like, oh my gosh. You know? Talk to me about hiring. Have you had your core team? You've got other people that support you, yeah? Yes, yes. How have you, tell me how that process, building a team has been for you. So it's... Um, so learning how you want to find the right fit, obviously, um, and you want to find someone who who has the understanding of this is a customer service um, because it is customer service, right? Um, someone who is eager to learn, um, tech savvy, right? And, and it really has a, I think, a a student mentality because you're always learning things. Yeah. Things are always um, changing too. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You always learn something new. Um, and someone too, you want to look at, do they understand the concept of being a team player, right? Um, 
some people are really good at just solo, right? You put them um, behind a desk, say, here's your job, and they go and do that. Um, in real estate, it's a little bit harder to have that type of, uh, you can, and it does exist, but you want someone who's like, okay, this is going to be a team. Like we're all in a team. We don't throw each other under the bus. You know, we all have each other. That'd be facts. easy to do. It There's would. So many oh. <laughs> yes, it would. Well, you know, so and so, you know, forgot to do it, and it, it's really yeah. easy to do that. Um, so you want to make sure that hey, the message is, is at least for me is. We all have each other's back. I have your back. I'm not going to throw you under the bus. You know, um, I will support you. Um, and I think that also empowers them to understand, hey, we are part of a team. I won't throw you under the bus, but don't go crawling under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's stay out of the, you know. But, you know, the other thing, too, it's like, look, I – mistakes happen. We're all human, right? So my approach is like, look, if you make a mistake, just let me know, mm-hmm. right? We all make mistakes. I just want you to acknowledge that a mistake was made. How did the mistake happen? And then what can we do to prevent it from happening what again? What can we put in place so that it yes. doesn't happen yes. again? That's Some, the thing. Right, right. And sometimes it's just, it's a failure of the process, right? Yeah. So just identify. Most of the time it is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in my instant, in my case, at least, most of the time, yeah. we got to change our process yes. because yes. this will work. <laughs> yes. Or how can we tighten this up, you know, to make sure it doesn't happen again? Yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. Um, in terms of where you see yourself in the next 10 years. Ooh. Um, well, it would be nice to, to have, I think, um, have a few more offices running, you know, just... Um, like we have the one in one Loudon, we've got uh, in Middleburg uh, that I opened during um, COVID. Um, so, so everyone else is shutting down, and you're popping up. Continue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that that would be good, you know, just to have probably a few more offices and to know that we're we're serving the community. Um, so I joined the Loudon Chamber because I think it's important that we be part of the community mm-hmm. um, and to know that we're there because we're not just a business. You know, we're here helping realtors who are helping people mm-hmm. find homes. Um, and that's really that's part of the American dream. Yeah. Is, you know, you have your own home. Yeah. That's awesome. Any last tips, stories, anything you'd like to share with our <laughs> listeners in terms of a message you'd like to share with the world or just anything in general um, or anything on your heart? Well, re- real estate is, I think it's a great place. It's a great industry. I know that there's a lot of, um, you know, different, like we've got the commission lawsuits that are happening right now and everybody's going, oh my gosh, you know, what's going to happen with that? We've got real estate, you know, rates um, that are increasing. Are you going to be able to buy it? buy a home, you know, um, I, my message is like, look, let's all just take a deep breath. We're all going to be here. Nobody's birthday is going to be lost. <laughs> you know, that's what my dad would always say when, when you feel like the world is crashing, you still have your birthday, right? <laughs> Nobody can take that away from you. Um, you know, we'll figure out how to navigate that interest rates will come down. We're here to help you through the process. Um, you know, we handle the tough deals. We handle the easy deals. Um, our goal is to help you move on to your next journey. So if you need a good title company, think of us for your next transaction. Who's us? Echo title. There we go. <laughs> is that the BNI pitch? 
No. Did you do V and I? Did you used to do V and I? I used to, yes. Okay, but I did yes, too. No. <laughs> Anybody no. is in the market. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Love it. Thank you so much for being a guest here on the yeah. Alamon Show. It's so good to see you again. And um, you've got your own podcast too. I do. Real Estate Junkies of the DMV. There we go. Yes. Thank you for having me. This of course. was fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of The Alamon Show. If you are a business owner, you are in the Northern Virginia area, or you're willing to come out and visit us here in our Leesburg studio, and you've been in business for at least five years, I invite you to apply or nominate a guest for an upcoming show. Go to alamonphotography.com and click on podcast, where you'll find a link to nominate a guest. And thanks as always for listening.